someone else's underwear, someone else's pants. Oh no. Yeah. That is uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shouldn't laugh. Hi, I'm the new kid. I just peed all over the desk and I have on someone else's underwear. And yeah. I got an F on my coloring page in kindergarten because I colored in multiple directions. That's so dumb. That's dumb. That's real dumb. Hey sisters. Hey sisters. This is Gretchen and Jesse. And welcome back to the 20th episode. Yes, this is the 20th episode of our podcast. Yay. We like to honor our, I guess what benchmark? That's the wrong word. What's the word? Our milestone? Milestone episodes. Right now we're still honoring it in terms of 10. That will change one day, I'm sure. Yeah. With some kind of Q&A, something to let you know a little bit more about us. Last time, it was embarrassing stories. I highly recommend going back and listening to episode 10 if you haven't already. Oh, my goodness. It is still one of my favorite episodes. It was just it's, one of my favorite moments in life, to be honest. Well, least favorite. For uh, I was about to say, it was not a favorite moment in my life, but it certainly made for I mean, storytelling. Your moment was one of my favorites. Yours was, was one of mine as well. Yeah. Although we might have to revisit mine because I learned that I clearly blacked out a lot of the, what actually happened <laughs> later on talking to my friend. We have to have her on and revisit. Yes, but, to set the record straight. Maybe maybe like our 100th episode, she can set the record straight. True. 10 times 10. 10 times 10. That's 100. Okay. So today um, I curated a list of questions that aren't just for us to answer, but I curated this list. It was actually, it started out with a Huffington Post article. And then I just went down a Google rabbit hole. So there was something from Yahoo. There was another one from, I had it had them right here. So I make sure I give them all a shout out. Women's Health. I think those were the three I, I came in, I got them from. Some of them were clearly like just copying each other. So those are like my top three sources for many, many questions that they said to ask your sister to get Dig to it. know more about them. Be glad that I went through this list first because some of them were like, what is something that you've always um, hated about me. <laughs> I personally do not recommend asking your sister that question. Yeah, no, it'll end up in a, an argument. I feel. I don't, if not an argument, like, you know, let bygones be bygones. And so on. right. Also like always something you've always hated about me sounds really aggressive. Yeah. And then some were like said nicely, but I'm like, what is this top 10 ways to get your sister into an argument when you were doing fine? How to make so. your sister cry. I exactly, exactly. That's not what this is, <clears throat> but I picked 10 and I put them in a specific order that I think any of our listeners, whether they have a sister, a best friend, a sibling, you know, someone that they already know a lot about could take and have a conversation around these 10 questions and it'd be a really meaningful kind of fun time. Yeah. So, I, I propose that you, dear listener, take these 10 questions and dear listener. Dear listener, and do what we're going to do. And you might even learn a little funny funniness about us or just just maybe something intriguing about sisterhood in general. Yes, I'm very excited for some of these. Yeah, I, I, I also kind of want to know what you think I would say to some of these answers. Like, do you did you did you pre think about some of these and then like, I'm choosing a completely different thing. Yeah. So I sent you the list not that long ago and I try not to overthink mine because I wanted to be as organic as possible, but there are some that I'm like, Hmm, I have this for you, but we'll see. All right. Okay. Question number one, 
what is your most memorable birthday? By the way, we start off kind of light. <clears throat> and I recommend you do too. Yeah. Absolutely. Ease your unsuspecting sibling into something more more serious. Number one, what is your most memorable birthday as a child? Um, do, so do you want me to answer first? Do you want to answer first? No, these are ones that you answer for yourself. Right, I know. Are you not going to answer oh, them? Oh, oh, yeah, no, I will. Okay. If you're ready, like, go wait, ahead. If you're ready, go ahead, me? and then I'll do mine. I'm ready okay. with mine on this one. Some um, of so my, most, my most memorable um, was when my birthday got canceled. Mm, you got in trouble. Yes. I was told I was like a habitual liar at the time. You were. <laughs> and I would lie about anything. And so um, Eddie Izzard has this, this really funny, it, it's me as a child. It's a really funny segment of one of, one of her like stand-up things. And she goes, children will lie about anything. Like, did you brush your teeth? No. Yes. I was dead at the time. Like that was me as a kid. <laughs> I lied. So I was some of my tell- favorite comedy in the world though, by the way. Yes. Dear listener. Dear listener. Dear listener. Um, so I was the child that Eddie Izzard talks about. And mom told me if I lie one more time, my birthday party is getting canceled. So I lied about, and I it was one of those things where like, this is a thing, time that a kid usually lies. Like everybody got their kite to fly, but me. And I lied about getting my kite to fly because I was really embarrassed that I couldn't get my kite to fly. And I pretended, but mom had to stand by that. And like, I've later found out that she was really upset by it. Yeah. I was about to say, like, I remember it being something really dumb. And I even thinking like, dang mom, that's harsh. But as a parent, I'm like, yeah, you, you got to follow. She through. stuck to her guns. She had oh, to cancel okay. my party. And then you're like, like mad because your kid picked something so stupid to lie about. Well, and like, I was super embarrassed by the fact that everybody's kite flew but mine. So she knew exactly why I was lying. So it was a little heartbreaking for her, as, as she's told me later, but she had to stand by her promise and she canceled my birthday party. But Gretchen, I think like, I don't know how you felt about it, but like, you dressed up like a clown. You made our brother dress up like a clown. I feel like I was really upset by the fact that your birthday got canceled over something little at the time. Cause I was like thinking that was so horrible. Yeah. I think you also like something I like, I feel like in your gut, you also felt like, oh no, Jesse, Jesse just like, I felt bad the whole time. And then my birthday party got canceled and I felt bad. So you were trying to make it the best experience possible. And mom did do like a really great family party. It wasn't just like, a, it wasn't like my whole birthday was canceled and I never turned mm-hmm. seven, but so it was like your friends coming over. Cause I was right. Big- yeah. But then, but then our aunt and uncle and, and their spouses came over. It was a much bigger family party than I would have usually gotten. Our grandparents came over and Gretchen and Zachary dressed like clowns. So I feel like it was memorable in that it was canceled. (laughs) But also, like, I always remember you dressing like a clown and trying to make it the best that it could be. And it wasn't it wasn't like I cried my whole party. I really enjoyed my party, but it was a womp womp moment. I do not remember dressing like a clown. I I remember the situation, but I don't remember dressing like a clown. I really wish I still had pictures because they were taken on a 110 camera. So it's only half your face. It's like a half clown face. (laughs) Worst cameras ever. Whose idea was it to have focus to the side? Apparently they didn't, they weren't all like that. Just the affordable ones were like that. 
Well, all of mine were. <laughs> all of mine were. I think because like they were so, I wouldn't give us expensive cameras. I wouldn't give six and seven year olds expensive cameras. They get some boo-boo cameras. By the way, if you're totally lost, this was a camera like right before disposable cameras, I feel like, that had the weird shaped film. Yeah. Or just if you if you're lost, just be lost and Google it. I don't know why. Yeah, you can Google one ten, like a hundred and ten camera, and you will see not just I feel like you're not just gonna see the cameras in the film, but you're gonna see the terrible pictures that resulted from the cameras yes. in the film. The the focus was beside like the viewfinder was beside the lens. So you only got half the picture. Awful. Terrible. Whole like 27, because you could usually eke out an extra three pictures from a camera. Not on 110. I thought it was disposables that you could do that with. Or maybe yeah. I was a rule follower and never tried with a 110 camera. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure every camera I ever had could get more pictures out than it said. All right. So my, I, you know what? The thing is, I, the, my, I'm sure I have more memorable birthdays. But I remember one very clearly that I got in trouble. I remember this one too. The cake. Yep. (laughs) I like got in a lot of trouble for having a food fight with my cake. I remember being very indignant because I was like, it's my freaking cake. Yeah, but it was on carpet. And I remember, and I am probably one of the reasons why you got in trouble. You went upstairs and tattled. No, one of your friends like got up and put it in my face. Oh yeah. And it was like, it was a... A relatively dry cake and it actually kind of hurt so it hurt my feelings and it hurt my face so then i went and tattled there's quite a juxtaposition in these stories you did something wrong got in trouble and i dressed up like a clown to make you happy i was happy having fun you went upstairs and got me in trouble so my fun you would have still gotten in trouble just later because y'all had a food fight on carpet i still stand by the fact that's my birthday cake okay so I'm, I'm gonna give your girls a poodle shaped birthday cake <laughs> it was poodle shaped so it that was, was a cool cake, it was a cool and it cake. was it was so dry. I remember it being so dry for an I extra icing in cake. My face, so I don't really have any reference. Yeah, and it wasn't like an except. It wasn't like an all over the room food fight. You guys were just sitting in a weird little like seance circle food fight. We were sitting in a circle cake. throwing cake around. It was a great time throwing poodle cake around. I also I have a memory of another birthday where I got in trouble because we made a haunted house. Do you remember? Were you a part of this? We might not I remember you guys making me do something with a trash bag, maybe. We made like, sorry, I'm eating. Hold on. We made like a whole haunted house, which in and of itself wasn't bad, but we had like stabbing and stuff and like basically like murder. Murder. It was a murder house. And we woke my mom and my aunt up, woke them up to come look at this haunted house, and we got in trouble. I don't, I remember doing something with the plastic bag and I figured that was like you giving me something to do. So I wouldn't go wake them up and tell on you. Probably your track record shows that you were not to be trusted. Well, also, if you guys were doing something scary, I would tell on you hands down immediately. If you tickled me or scared me, I would tell on you. I'll own that. You would pee your pants if I tickled you. Right. And then I'd get in trouble for peeing my pants. You would never get in trouble for tickling me. Nope. I love that part of our childhood. <laughs> I remember one time I had to pee pee really bad, and you, you kept me outside our grandparents' house. You were and trying to ring me. the doorbell. I was trying to ring the doorbell. By the time I was able to ring the doorbell, you were nowhere in sight, and I was standing in a puddle of pee. Yep, I, I also remember that. <laughs> Good times. Good okay. times. Question number two: What is your favorite childhood memory of us? I just told a bunch of them. 
Yeah. But oh gosh, I think my favorite is as teens. And this is really funny because this came up in text just yesterday between us, if not this morning. Um, When we were teens, someone decided to wave flags during a Christmas Eve service. And our friends were at the front singing this song, trying to look very serious. I don't know how they got through it, because if it had been you and I, we would have like wet our pants and walked away. But you would have done exactly what I did when my daughter ripped. Oh, I can't say that. Edit that out. Edit that whole thing out. Disregard. Disregard. <laughs> Edit it. Or bleep over it. So this woman, I guess she, I don't, I don't quite know the circumstances, but ultimately we hear this noise, like, like a noise? giant bird was in the church. So I, I don't know who looked first, but we looked up at the balcony behind us and there's a woman leaning over the balcony doing like praise flags with color guard flags. You know, she like asked permission to do this in the service and they're like, sure, go up there where no one can see you. Or she just felt the spirit. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember who it was. Like, I don't know that I'd ever seen her before or again. She could have been a ghost, a, a, a color guard ghost. Like, I don't know, but you were the only ones that saw her. No, mom saw her too, because we got in big fat trouble for laughing uncontrollably. 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 And at this church, at this church, it was pews, but individual seats. So we each had an arm, an armrest on the I seat. I remember all this. I don't remember that at all. Oh, I remember it because I had death grip on the armrest trying not to wet my pants laughing. Is it weird that I don't remember though? Because I was not a tiny child. No, it's not. That's a, that's a detail that only, probably only I remember, but she's waving these flags and I'm laughing really hard. Gretchen's laughing really hard. Someone decided it was okay for us to sit beside each other at church, which was a rare occurrence because we would always start laughing. And mom gets so mad at us for laughing. I guess she thought we were laughing at our friends, um, which is unkind on Christmas Eve. But then you finally like gestured behind us. Mom turned around and looked and she started to lose it. So our whole family is sitting there on Christmas Eve, a less populated Christmas Eve service, because it was the second one. And we were losing our minds laughing. And I think that is my favorite memory of us is basically embarrassing ourselves in church on Christmas Eve. That was very specific. All the details. Well, I started with playing in the pool. And then I remembered that moment. Um, oh, I'll go with playing in the pool. That wasn't the one I was going to say, though. Well, it'll come say back what up. you were going to say. I was going to say, so Jesse and I were like, we had to share a room a lot growing up. I don't know if we ever got, we did get our own room when we moved to Texas, but we had to share a room. And when we were younger, we wanted our own room. My mom was like, not precious at all about houses. Like, go ahead, nail things in the wall, paint the room. Like, Well, I mean, if you have three little kids, you're not getting a security deposit back. Right. She just didn't care. She's like, go ahead. Have She was more about us having a good time. And so we decided to make our own rooms <laughs> with rope and sheets and nails. And we made our own rooms, which were basically just like little huts around our bed. So but we, we somehow managed to get it all the way to the ceiling. I know. That's what kind of... Did we really though? Yeah. No, we really did. Because I, I seem to recall us standing on top of each other in a chair maybe because i was like i don't really like honestly when i said rope i was like it's the only way i could imagine that we made it work but i don't remember having any rope i just remember nailing a bunch of we stuff didn't have rope we had plastic clothesline 
and we put the nail through the clothesline. I don't even, there's a lot of details to my life that I don't remember, I guess. Yeah. I distinctly remember you on top of me on top of a chair and we made it work, but it was because it was two layers. We had a rope near the ceiling and a rope like midway down the wall. What is something that seems, okay, sorry. That was my rewind button. Okay. All right. Question three. What is something that seems impossible right now, but you hope to do before you die? I want to move closer to the Appalachian Trail, like right off the Appalachian Trail and open um, kind of a camp with a couple different cabins and a laundry facility specifically to serve through hikers. I like that. Like that's my attainable goal. I, I, I know it's attainable. It seems impossible right now, but that's my goal. My my brain has a hard time with the word impossible. Like I really, I this sounds I don't know. It sounds cocky or weird or something, but I don't believe that anything is impossible that I want to do. I think it's culturally impossible. That's how I view it. Yeah. Like I'm supposed to think it's some of my goals that I have might be impossible, but I, um, I should have thought about this. What's something that someone would tell you is impossible. That's kind of how I thought of it. Yeah. Like for my current growing a tail. So I, I guess mine honestly isn't too far off of what you were saying because I want to have um, a place with little houses on it that I can have my retreats. I got my yeah. house. So maybe have, like yoga retreats. So maybe we open the same place. On I the know. TV. I'm thinking maybe we just. Instead of me getting five acres and you getting five acres, let's just get like 60 acres and have your retreat. And- Whoa. How did you get five plus five equals 60? I feel like we need distance between our two groups or just schedule things at different times. Yeah. It's hard to schedule through hikers. Not if you had like reserved cabins for them. That's true. Yeah. Okay. That one's so, you know, this question might not be super thought provoking with your sibling and y'all may realize that you're supposed to like open up some kind of facility together, which yeah, that's what just happened here. But but see, that's why you ask these questions to your sibling. Exactly. Okay. Question four. What event in your life has had the most significant impact on you? Hurricane Katrina. I thought you were going to say that, to be honest. Surprisingly positive once we worked through the trauma. You were just for it so everyone knows. She was living in New Orleans at that time, attending University of New Orleans. Yes, and our mother and was she in. she was out of town when they issued evacuation orders, so she didn't get to get any of her stuff from her house. Right. I got some of it, like, between... Cause my mom went down there. So she picked up some things before the floor fell in, but cause I was on an upper floor. So, so not all the floodwaters hit all my stuff. No, but I mean, you didn't get anything out before. The no, no, I did not evacuate. Like even my cat was, my cat was picked up by somebody. Um, so it was, it was a lot, but honestly, without it, I don't think I would have had the plethora of opportunities that I've had. Oh Yeah. I think that there was this one question that was like, what do you regret the most about your childhood? And I was like, I can't ask that because I feel like even the like really crappy stuff that I've gone through has helped make me a better person or True. who I am now, which I hope is a good version of myself. Yeah. Um, What's your event? My birth? I mean, I guess it was pretty impactful. But <clears throat> oh, that's like, it's just a really hard question. Why didn't I think I sent you the dang list of questions? I didn't even think about I thought them. you I thought you cherry picked them to be ones that you already had I answers for. And I was like, oh, this is a great one. I love to hear her answer. I'd also oh, love but you to didn't hear think about your own answer. answer. <laughs> <laughs> um I so mine is probably a 
something and I'm picking this on purpose because there's a lot of things that impacted me. Like I would say even things like our parents divorce, like very impactful. Um, but I want to pick this one just out of like the things that we thought were going to be really hard that we didn't want to do. And we did, and we're glad we did them is when I agreed to take a job at Tulane and then backed out because your I childhood was, it says event in your life. Okay. Katrina wasn't childhood. You were in college, but I acted like a child. So, <laughs> well, yeah, no, I thought, um, you know, I, didn't have there's the job that I kind of wanted it wasn't available and so I interviewed all these places and like whole presentation and everything and they hired me and it was all verbal which probably saved my booty um but then I had to call them and say I actually got the job I really wanted and that led to me staying in this town meeting my husband like it would have just wow yeah oddly both of our events have something to do with New Orleans that's true my doll in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Mine's no right. Katrina. That was a big one. I mean, that had it like that impacted everyone. I just wasn't living yeah. in the area. Our mother's home got and our aunts. Home. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> not like that's why I mean it impacted everyone. I mean, like everyone, like in our family. There yeah, was our entire, our entire family. But I wasn't. I wasn't living there. I was living in Texas. And then I ended up living in our grandparents' basement with my mother. So that was a thing. That was the majority of the trauma. It wasn't losing that's all my a, stuff. That's why I didn't ask what you would change. Yeah. <laughs> one of the same. Um, oh, here's one. Okay. Oh, I straight up did not even think about my responses for these questions. What is one thing you've never told me? I don't know. So like, did you know that I played with a punk band in college a little bit? Mm-hmm. Did you know, like, I don't know what I have. I was thinking more of like stuff in our childhood. And that's what I was trying to think like, oh, you wanted to like corner me and and find out if I stole something from you. Is that what the goal was? I was thinking like, I don't really, I mean, I love you, but I don't know that I care too much. You played with a punk band a little bit in college. I don't know. (laughs) I'm like, but you are very good at at getting, I'm not going to say coercion, but you're good at getting the truth out of me. No, but we just don't, we don't hold a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what it would be. Okay. Okay. Yours can be the punk band thing. It wasn't the, the juicy details I was looking for. Okay. So give me an example of a juicy detail and I can maybe find one. No punk band's fine. Okay. Uh, along since we're like talking about, I I made you drink my fingernails in lemonade one time. Gross. What? That's a lie. That's gotta go. I read it in some like Appalachian magic book that you could make someone like you if you made them, if you put your fingernail filings in lemonade. And I thought it meant that you like, for some reason I was in my feelings and was like, everybody hates me. So I made you drink. I made you lemonade and you drank it. Clearly it it didn't work. Just kidding. (laughs) That's disgusting. Yes. That is the kind of stuff I was looking for. Not some. Okay. Fair. Okay. You got Dang. that. Now you tell oh, me. A punk rock. But yeah. Okay. This, is, this isn't the moment to try to look cool. Now that I have to think of something kind of gross. Right. Um, God, I don't know. I've, I'm pretty like not pretty like cool. No, no. There's got to be something gotta, like there's got to be something I did. What about like at school when I would embarrass you? Is there something that you did then? Other than pretend like you don't know who I am because my skirt is all the way over my head. That was just like a gut instinct. That was that was not planned. No, I never did. I didn't do anything like that. 
Well, now I feel bad for making you drink my fingernails. <laughs> you should, because I'm like, I never did anything like that. It wasn't a lot of fingernails. It was just like a little shh on the fingernail file. It's disgusting. That's absolutely disgusting. I wish I would have done something gross. I'm sure you did something gross. I don't even have anything that can come in. I'm sure I did gross things, but that for you to still not know about them. I don't know of any gross things you've done. I don't either. I know I, someone is thinking something right now, like she did. Blah, blah, blah. So if, if you're thinking that, okay. then tell us on I'm Instagram sure I did, or email I'm like us. A little, I'm a little caught off a of guard by this fingernail confession. I'm disgusted. But well, also- you asked for it, Gretchen. You curated this list and told me that you wanted juicier details. So I gave you something <laughs> juicier, that literal lemon I juicier. To be honest, I wanted that detail, but. And now my problem is I'm trying to think of something equally as juicy because I was like, well, I have some like feats that I've done that you may not know about, but like. Now you wish you just let the punk band ride. You could have gone the rest of your life without knowing that you drank my fingernail filings. I feel like you know everything about me. Like I don't know. Certified jet ski operator. You know that. Yeah. Do you know I was trained by the team of people who pull people into big waves surfer surf in Hawaii? Okay. See, I have no secrets. That was like something I thought okay, might but be kind of cool. Those are, th- but that's not fingernail level. No, I know. That's what I think. That's Did you ever like poop on something? Like, I played or... in a punk band level. Did you ever like throw up and bury it somewhere or? If okay. I throw up, I would throw up like my oldest daughter. Everyone knows. <laughs> that's true. That is very true. Oh, do you know that I peed my pants in first grade and it went over the side of the desk and trickled on the floor everywhere? I have vivid memories. I didn't know. So we, I transferred schools in the middle of the year. Um, it kind of just makes you feel sorry for me, but I didn't know what the protocol was for going to the bathroom and she was in reading group and I didn't know what to do. And I, I don't know what, I just was trying to hold it and then I couldn't hold it anymore. And then I peed over the side of the, and it was like tripping over the sides of the desk. Why didn't you raise your hand? I think I did, but she was in reading group. Like, I didn't know that you had to go like ask for permission to go or whatever. Oh, Wow. Cause I was brand new. I was like new, yeah. new, new to school. I was and probably then, while you were peeing in your desk, I was getting in trouble for coloring in multiple directions. And then, and then they made me wear, like, I don't even know. They went to this closet full of clothes. I can vividly remember this closet. Oh no. And it was like, okay, all right, let's squash that trauma next. Pee-pee. Okay. All right. Um, okay. These are ones that we have to answer for each other. Like I'll ask the question and you have to tell me the answer. Okay. What am I really good at? And on the other side of that, what am I really bad at? I think you are really good at um, emotional management with your kids. Oh, I fooled you. I see. No, you're, <laughs> you are really good at that. Good. Okay. Um, have as someone who works with families all the time, like you are number a number one mom. And that's not even just if I, even if I've, I've screamed at them before. Yeah. Because you always apologize for it. Like when it's irrational, you come and say, Hey, that was irrational with, with simpler words. I, was um, about to say, I don't think I've ever used that word, but, but on the flip side of that, you are not so great at patience. No, I'm not. It has improved exponentially with children, but you still listen to podcasts at like three times the speed. I do that. But so what, go ahead. If there weren't other people like me, why would it even be an option? Oh, no. I feel like there's a lot of people like you. Um, what am I good and bad at? Um, okay. Hey, you're really good at... No, yours was so... Mine... I actually had one planned for you. And yours maybe was like such a like deep thing. Mine is your musical ability 
always impresses me beyond. What do you mean? Because it's not just this, she can play guitar or she, it's like you have an innate sense of instrument. Like you can pick up any instrument and play it. Oh, okay. And seeing anything you can, like, it's just absolutely amazing. Um, what are you really bad at? Um, I think you can still have a bit of a temper. I don't know what the heck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you can still like, um, temper when it comes, like, uh, how about this? Like misplaced temper. Like when you're upset about something. Oh yeah. You tend to like lash out. Especially when I'm embarrassed. Yes. Yeah. Like when you get your birthday taken away. Yes. That went well. That could have been an uncomfortable question. So I hope y'all see that the questions are getting a little bit more like, oh, let me learn something about you. Our listeners are like, okay, we get it. You carry this list. Please just answer the questions. Yeah, for real. All right. The next one is. This is number seven, I think, right? Okay. So do you know, I wrote a bunch of stuff in here when I sent this to you. So do you know the HALT acronym, like hungry, angry, lonely, tired? Well, you just explained it. So yes, absolutely. Well, but like when to use it. So if like yes. if you get upset or you're like acting irrationally, then you should halt and think, am I hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? Let me take care of that first, then deal with the situation. Okay. Yes. Um, so what is a surefire sign that I need to address halt? When you are pushing harder at whatever the task is and completely ignoring everything else. So I think about like, like perfect example is directly after Katrina, when mom took us for Christmas to Disney. Oh gosh. And this also answers the next question a little bit. So bad. Um, Because you guys didn't understand the dining plan. So we just never ate. And it was like, (laughs) it was like, Gretchen is just going to go until she drops. And I could say, Gretchen, have a sip of water. Here's some trail mix. And it's no. And we just keep going. And I'm like, "Uh, she'll eventually fall down. It's fine. Well, and I also was very, very ill. Do you know that? I did not, but I also knew that. in the ER the night before we went. Do you, you don't know something about me? You never knew. So our Disney trip. Oh no, I, you went to the dock in a box. No, I went to the hospital hospital. So I came home from college and I was sick to but, our grandparents' house because our home didn't exist any longer. That's true. Yeah, that's another Katrina thing. Um, but I came home and I was sick, but like no one was reading that. And I just was unwell, 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 unwell. Helped like cook the Christmas meal, but I never ate anything for like days and days because I was so sick. And then mom finally came home from work and was like, things not right. And took me to the hospital. This is the best part of the story. So we get in there and she's like, you know, I think I'm sick too. So, so she lays on the exam bed. And you had to sit in the chair? And I was sitting in the chair and the doctor came in and was Dude. like, excuse me, what's wrong? Like she was still dressed in her scrubs. She was working at the burn unit at the time. It's like, oh ma'am, are you okay? And like goes to check her and I'm like, I'm the one that's sick. So, they so made what her- was wrong? Did you have like the flu or something? I had like three or four things. But I was so sick that they gave me my first dose of whatever it was, like right there. They didn't want me to go without getting my first dose of whatever it was. What did they diagnose mom with? Moonchildson by proxy? No, she worked too many shifts in a row. She needed to go to bed. Gotcha. Um, you so tired, we were, lady. We were driving home and I actually threw up that dose. Like I threw it up into a container. That's how sick I was. I couldn't even. Did mom up. make you eat it? She acted like she was going to. I did. Okay. Not. 
Okay. She looked at me, she goes, eat it. She was, I think had I done it, she would have been okay with it, but I didn't. I would have probably eaten it because mom told me to. No. Yeah. I don't know what I had, but I was very, very sick. And so like, I, I was really trying to power through. But like looking back at those pictures, it is obvious that none of us are okay. Well, we were projecting our. Yeah. But we had we fun. Had a great time. We had, a we had great so time. much fun, but I, like, that was another thing. Like we were all, I think we were all pushing really hard to enjoy ourselves because it was also a nice escape from like yeah. house insurance, trying to find a school to finish ER illness. <laughs> like it was, I was like, really, if you look back at the pictures too, I was very skinny. I was like, did no one realize I had, like, like gaunt. I know. Did no one realize like I hadn't, I was wasting away. You were in grad school. I thought that's what all grad students look like. Yeah. I guess that's what they thought too. All right. That was fun. Yeah. I was not in grad school. I was still in regular school college so okay. what about so for me? you yours is actually the same thing that i just talked about as something you're bad at the sign that you need to oh oh when you're like lashing out at people oh i'm super irrational yeah yeah so when, you're, when you're but when you're lashing out but god help anyone that tell you that i just you can't control me <laughs> i was like i would never tell you that i'll tell you right now and i'll play this recording back to you but absolutely would never say it in the time we're not recording oh dang yes we are okay disregard i was looking at my side oh my gosh i almost pooped my pants i'm keeping that throw back to episode 10 okay <laughs> okay what is some, well you kind of answered this one what is something i have in common with my parent or parents you and mom have the same halt response yeah we don't eat and we keep going hardcore and it's everyone else's fault it that is, we don't absolutely. that we can't keep up with you yep. what about um, me oh man I think it's all your little crap everywhere. I'm not saying crap, am I? No. I think it's the amount of tchotchke, but sacred objects. And I don't know if that's like- Oh, a here's your teddy. I don't know if that's like a trauma response that you have in common with her, but you have like a ton. Of, yeah, just look around you right now. Yeah, no, I, I think it's visual. I have found I mean, that- like, Look at your background and look at my background. Well, we have the same plant we've established because our mother did it. Our mother- we need more green. Mine's like, okay, on the ceiling. Um, um, I have more post-its on my I wall. think it's the need for visual stimulus too. I also like, this is totally opposite of what I should be doing because this is not something that's in my life, but I have things around in case a kid needs to play with it, which makes sense in my office, but not in my home. Mm, I will not life coach you in the middle of a podcast. Thank you. But I want to. Maybe it's because child me needs to play with it. Maybe. Or maybe it's because when my niece visited, she always had something fun. Maybe. Oh, Lord. No, it's whatever you think it is. Okay. <laughs> ah. All right, next question. Except I'm good at life coaching. You know it. You are. Next question. Okay. These are the last two we have to answer together. Two? Yeah. We're on. I only got one last one. Hold on. Memorable birthday, childhood memory. Something that seems impossible, event in your life, one thing you never told me, good at, bad at. That was one question. Oh, I didn't answer yeah. common different. I didn't take it down in my note. Oh, all okay, right. Well, what, oh, I see what you're saying. Your notes. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I, was yeah. okay. I didn't write it down. Um, so what do we have? We have to figure this out together. What do we have most in common? And then what is most different? I think probably. I know what we have in common. What? We like to teach. Yes. What's different? everything else 
I think we have a lot of different, um, like, I, okay, I described it early. We were on a different call earlier and I described it really well. Like you, Jesse is very type B. I'm very type A. At least, okay, at least we were labeled that from a young age. Right. So what that's looked like is she has, this is going to get a little deep. Get ready. Get, go on a journey with me. <laughs> she's been given a lot more cre- freedom to be creative because she's been labeled as like a laid back type B artist and I've been given less freedom. So when we were younger, we looked vastly different because of the different things we did and how we were socially and what we liked as far as like what we wore. But as adults, I find that we have a lot more in common that we weren't really exploring at the time. So I think it's that you create, then you organize what you've created. I organized and I create inside those parameters. Oh, that's clever. But also like watching, like assisting you in that process. Like say you're organizing a retreat, you just like idea dump and then organize yes, it. I do. I make the schedule, then I plug things in. So I think that is our biggest yeah. difference because we are so similar even in what we do. Which is funny because that goes back to like how we were raised, not raised. I don't think mom ever tried to make us different but we were kind of given personalities within our culture based on how we appeared as kids and birth order, which is exactly opposite as adults. Yeah. If if we said one of us idea dumps and makes the other one make sense of it, it would never be me. And no one would ever figure that out. So behind the scenes, look at what sisterhood's really like right there. Everything is as it doesn't appear to be. All right. Final question, because I'm really excited about this one. Oh, yeah. I like this one. We tried to like lighten it up again at the end. Without money or time as a limiting factor, where would we go and what would we do on a sister trip? Okay, wait. I know it's the same thing. Does it involve a train? No. Oh, (laughs) what a letdown. Oh, in some ways it might. Sometimes it might involve a train. Actually, I would love it if it it did. So tell me yours. Are you kidding? Do you know how many times we have looked at taking a train trip? Yes, but this one would involve plane, train, automobile, everything. The one that I want to do. Well, yeah, we'd be on a plane, probably an automobile. Yeah. Mine would probably be all three as well. Go okay. Ahead. Then what's yours? I don't know. You tell me. You got to go first. It would be like a European train trip. Mine. I, that, that was as far as I got. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Scotland. <Okay. laughs> um, mine would be taking a trip because it's very hard for me to fathom going somewhere with you without taking your daughters with us. Yeah, for sure. That's why we're going on train. Well, we are doing all types of transportation and going around the world to every single Disney theme park and spending ample time at each one. Okay. So like a year of theme park, a year of adventure, Tokyo, Disney, Paris, Disney, Euro Disney. I don't remember what it's called. Like we can even go to the ones that have closed in our desolate wastelands now. You are, you really have the Disney bug. I do. I think I mean, I do doing too, Disney but with your daughters. That makes a difference. And yeah. seeing it through their eyes. Like I want to take them at every stage of their life. I still want to go on a train around like Europe though. Well, we would um, do that. I mean, we got to, well, maybe we would take the Oriental Express, go down and like take several. I mean, it's not going to take us from Disney to Disney, but, <laughs> but we could take the Oriental Express. Well, here's what I'm thinking. If it's a year off of school for Orient. them to have to homeschool Orient. Orient Express, not Oriental Express. That I think is uh, the plastic stuff. I just like kind of let you go with that. 
It's the Orient Express. As I was saying it, I was like, this feels weird. Yeah, because that's where I buy plastic things to give to children. Yeah. Oriental um, Trading Company. No, but if it's a year off, then we'd also have to homeschool them. So we'd have to stop at many, many places. They could do world geography. Yes. We could take them to all the castles. Yeah. Well, then my husband would have to come along. You know that story about going no. to... Well, we went to London and it was me and Brandon and our brother and his wife and my mother. And everyone had to pick one thing they wanted to do to make sure, you know, like it, when you're with a group, it's actually a really good rule of thumb to be like, okay, everybody, what is like your one thing you're looking forward to? So no one leaves and goes, I didn't get to do anything I wanted to do. Yeah. And that was Brandon. So it was Castle. But I wanted to do Tower of London. So that couldn't count as both of them. We had to find a, a very obscure built in 1302 castle that only just had a tower left. But did he get to do it? He did. And Amy hid in all these little corners and tried to scare us the whole time. <laughs> Perfect. Not like what, not if you knew her, it's not like the go-to you would think Amy was about to no. do. If you know her, then yes, that is also something that seems very Amy-ish. That's fun. It was great fun. All right. So we're going to take a year and travel, just travel. Brandon will just go to castles. That we sounds good. time off of work. He'll say. What? I'm joking. He always says he can't take his time off work. Sure he can. Just bring a computer with him. That's how I feel. Do you know where his, his boss lives in Scotland? So we can go to his boss's castle. I feel like his boss has to live in a castle. Doesn't every doesn't Everyone everybody in Scotland, in Scotland live in a castle? I mean, that's what they told me. Sing me a song. The last letter is long. Long? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't remember. Gone. By the way, that song put your child to sleep. Your yeah. eldest immediately. Sure. All right. This was fun. I like these questions. Happy 20th episode, Gretchen. Chopstick ASMR is 100% unnecessary. Also, it sounded like you were ripping things apart, not gently, gently stroking your microphone. I, was, I wasn't. I was. Sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> Mr. Microphone. All right. Okay. Nope. Unnecessary. It's like washboard Lisa happening over there. All right. Bye, sisters. Bye, sisters.